think it was a reason why Brother Nichols did that. Because the next song we're singing says, I speak Jesus. Over every heart, every mind, every addiction, every fear, anxiety, I speak Jesus. Because his name is power. He is a mighty God. He is a healing God. So worship with us tonight. I told the worship leaders, I said, this song tears me up. Every time I hear it, I sing it. Because I want everybody to know my Jesus. I want to be able to speak life into people. I want people to be healed by the powerful name of Jesus. Amen.
why don't we call on the name of Jesus one more time? Let's love him, Jesus. We love you. We pray healing in Jesus' name. We pray the name of Jesus over every situation. Over our family, Lord, I pray your name. I call your name, Jesus. I pray your name over us. Your blessing, your favor. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I speak the name that is above every name. I pray the name that is above every name. We call on the name that is above every name. Jesus. 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 In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. I don't know what situation you're facing right now, but you can speak to that situation. Yes, amen. Amen, in Jesus' name. You can speak to your circumstance in Jesus' name tonight. Amen. You can speak to the fear, the doubt, whatever it is that's rearing its head before you, and you can just call on the name of Jesus. Praise God. Brother Nichols quoted it, God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. Brother Piercy talked about the purpose of why he delivered us in the first place, but also he talked about fear. In that song, we can just sing, we can speak the name of Jesus in the face of fear. Right. While Brother Piercy was giving us the word shot, my mind went up to Camp Nelson, actually, the men that have been there for our men's retreat. One of the cabin owners of he sold it last year. He and his wife moved where they're to be with their kids, I believe, in Arizona. They've lived up there for a number of years, right below the cabins where we stay. And the name is the Franks. They had a dog, have a dog. A number of years ago, when the dog was just a puppy, I remember them uh, putting a shock collar on their dog. And the Franks positioned these little... Um, markers that they were connected around their property there there's no fences it's mountain lions come through there's snakes that come through bears that come through all kinds of things and deer they didn't want their dog running and trying to chase any of these things and and so they put these things out around the property and when the dog was just a puppy the dog would run right up to the edge and receive a tremendous shock and the closer she got to the edge it would get even worse the dog learned very quickly I can only come so far and then there was a fear of shock that was a number of years ago and I remember asking the last time or I saw them up there I said so do you guys still have the oh no we haven't put the collar on the dog for years really you still have those no we took them down don't need them but the dog stops, yeah. You see, f- fear will always limit freedom. You can't live in fear and freedom at the same time. 
can speak the name of Jesus. Yes, amen. When fear presents itself, say, I, I'm not, God hath not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind in Jesus' name. And I wonder how many people have stayed within that little box, afraid of what people might say about them, Because maybe they were hurt at some point in time. Or they were afraid of being hurt. Afraid of what people might say. They might call you a Christian. They might call you a Pentecostal. (laughs) Worst things could be said about you. But I speak the name of Jesus to every fear and doubt. Yes, amen. I'm not a servant to sin, but I'm a child of the King. Yes, hallelujah. Amen. I enjoyed that word shot and everywhere. I've enjoyed everything this whole service so far. It's a tremendous, great song. Amen. And I'm I know it's 715 tomorrow's Monday, but today's Sunday still. Let's enjoy it. Amen. Amen. So if you have a need tonight, amen. Just call the name of Jesus. If you're facing a dire situation, speak Jesus to it. That's right, amen. Call on the name of Jesus. Because the Lord is as close as the mention of his name tonight. Amen. I come against every fear and doubt in Jesus' name. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Every obstacle, every fear, every limitation against the church. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. In Jesus' name. I, I speak the name of Jesus over everything. I shout the name of Jesus. I proclaim the name of Jesus. There's no other name. No other name. No other name. No other name. name. Praise God. Amen. Somebody shout in Jesus' name. Praise God. I have enjoyed today and tonight. Both services tremendous. We're a little fewer in number, social distancing-wise, than we tonight than we were today. Amen. That just gives you more room to shout. Praise God. That just gives you an opportunity to get louder. Amen. 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 Praise God. Y'all can. Thank you. Tremendous job. This is the best the praise team has ever done. I'm telling you, they are amazing. Wow. Amen. Somebody shout his name one more time. Jesus. Praise God. I was also in study today and had a had a thought I thought I was going with. And God redirected my attention and feel like he gave me a little bit more insight into a verse, a passage. And I and I this is man, I'm just I can't wait to share it. If y'all want to hear it, well, I guess I could dismiss everybody else and the two of us that. Amen. I hope I hope I can deliver what he has put in my spirit. 
So we're going to go to the book of Proverbs chapter 18, uh, verse number 14. Proverbs is a good book to read every once in a while. There's a chapter for every day of the month. You ought to read it. I heard one pastor say, you ought to read Proverbs, a chapter, and then every month, and then the next month, go start all over again and just read it again. A lot of nuggets of truth here. <clears throat> Amen. Proverbs chapter 18, verse number 14. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear be careful you don't have a wounded spirit. I'm not going to preach about that. I'm just going to let that sink in. Be careful with a wounded spirit. You can't bear it and nobody else can either. Nobody wants to bear it. <laughs> I didn't think you'd shout over that. Let the heart of a prudent getteth knowledge. And the ear of the wise seeketh knowledge. And here's what I want to take my text from tonight. Verse 16. A man's gift. That's general speaking. I should say a person or a man or woman. A man or a woman's gift maketh room for him. And bringeth him before great men. A man's gift. Maketh room for him. <clears throat> I want to preach tonight for a couple minutes, and I hope y'all not getting tired and sleepy, but I feel like uh, there's been a spirit of praise in me all afternoon. I mean, I know they just ended with a slow song, and it was powerful and awesome, but uh, somehow y'all got to recharge your batteries, amen, for the next couple minutes. Amen. amen, I feel a spirit of praise. Matter of fact, I probably, I almost just sang again just to kind of wake y'all up. Amen. But I want to preach this, this message or this thought. Make room for me. Make room for me. Help me pray, would you? God, help us right now. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would speak to everyone here tonight and those that will be listening in. God, I pray you would minister to each and every one of us in the precious name of Jesus. Minister and speak to our hearts, minds, and souls. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Let everyone say amen. amen. Man, you may be seated. Why don't you give the Lord a hand clap of praise right now one more time. <laughs> praise God. In ministry, we often look at this verse or quote this verse. And it does, it, it is talking about ministry. And we often talk about uh, this verse or use this verse to show that if somebody has a gift that God has given them, that God will make room for that gift to be used. And I believe that to be true. And I've always heard this verse in that context. And I believe that it, it's right. Amen. If someone wants to come and pastor at the Apostolic Rock Church, well, let me tell you, we already have a pastor. Amen. Amen. And if God gives me breath and allows me to be the pastor, hey man, we're not going to have a second or third pastor. We have assistant pastors. We have ministers. We got music ministers and youth ministers and preachers and hey man, but, but uh, there's, there's just one pastor that I know of right now at the Apostolic Rock Church. 
And there might be those that come and look and go, man, that is a really great church. I want to come pastor. Or there might be somebody within that says, wow, this is a really cool thing. I want to be the one in charge. We use this, and I'm, it's making a little light, but it's a very serious topic. We use this, this scripture often in that context that, that when God gives you a gift, He will make room in His time, when it's His will, for you to exercise that gift in the capacity that He has placed you in. I felt God called me to ministry when I was a kid. But I didn't become pastor until I was in my 40s. Why? It wasn't in God's time or perfect plan. And in that context, I believe this verse is right. But I feel like we have stopped short of its true meaning. And I'm fixing to preach on its real meaning tonight. For the first time in my life, I've taken this verse and I think it's right, true context. A man's gift maketh room for him. Psalms 102 says, come before his presence with singing. Know ye not that the Lord, he is God and it is he that that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Psalms 95 and 1. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Ready? Let us come before his presence. With thanksgiving. Before you come into his presence, you got to bring a gift of thanksgiving. A gift of praise. A gift of worship. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Make a joyful noise unto him. Verse 6. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker. For he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture. And the sheep of his hand. What I'm preaching right now to you is that... If you have a gift of praise, if you bring a gift of worship, God will make room for you in His throne room. That's my title. God, I want to make, I want to make room for me. God, I want my praise to make some room in glory. I want my worship. Psalms 45 and 15, with gladness and rejoicing shall they be brought. They shall enter into the king's palace. When you come praising and worshiping, you get an automatic ticket into the palace of the Most High. For a man's gift maketh Room for him. 
Woo! I, I mean, I thought you'd be shouting already on this. I come before his presence, into his presence with thanksgiving. I come before the Lord with praise and worship. With an offering of glory. With an offering of praise. With an offering or a sacrifice of worship. And I know that my gift that I bring to him will make room for me at the feet of Jesus. I got good news for the world today. There's still room. There's still room. There's still room in the house of God. There's still room in the house. There's still room in the kingdom. There's still room in the presence of God. But you've got to learn to bring a gift, honey, of yourself, of praise and worship. Why don't we do that right now? Let's praise and worship Him. My, my, they shall enter into the king's palace. Who? They that come rejoicing. They that come with the gift of praise. They that come with the gift of worship. They that come to give God a gift of love. I love you, God. I love you. I worship you. I serve you. I present my, my own self, my body, a living sacrifice. Psalms 86 and 9. All nations whom thou hast made shall come. And worship before thee, O Lord, and shall glorify thy name. You know what our, our church services are? I know they're, they're gatherings. We're, not, we're to assemble ourselves. I'm thankful, even with social distancing, that we are still coming together. But our church services are like spiritual potlucks. How many know what a potluck is? Oh, Hallelujah. I love a good old apostolic potluck, don't you? I love coming to church and we have a good old Pentecostal apostolic potluck. I mean, I'm telling you what, there's all kinds of good stuff. There's all kinds. It's all kinds of, man, there's, there's some soul food in there. There's some Mexican food in there. There's some, hey, man, I'm telling you, they say black lives matter. All kind of food matters too, praise God. All lives matter. All kind of food matters, Amen. I like desserts. I like the meat and potatoes. I like it all. I like some fried chicken. Hey, man, some of you getting hungry? Mashed potatoes and gravy. Maybe some dirty rice on that. Oh, man, I'm telling you what. Praise God. Some of you about to get a blessing right now. Nothing like a good old Pentecostal apostolic potluck. But you know what? That's kind of what our, our churches are supposed to be. They're like spiritual potlucks. What's a potluck? And some of you may not, I don't know if the young people know. It's a meal to which each of the guests contributes a dish. Your dish that you bring may not be the same dish, but it doesn't have to be the same. The way you praise doesn't have to be exactly. The way sister so-and-so gets a little, it doesn't have to be the same. But everybody needs to be a part. Everybody needs to bring a dish of praise. Everybody needs to bring a dish of worship. You don't have to run all the time like brother did, but you get to bring your own gift. 
And the Bible still tells me that God inhabits the praises of His people. He enjoys a good old apostolic church service. When you got brother over here and sister over there, they're bringing their own dish. But it's unto the Lord. It's a praise. It's a worship from their heart to His lips. Or His ears. From their lips to His ears. From their hands to to His glory. Man, I don't want cookie-cutter praisers and worshipers around here. I, that's one good thing about potluck, man. You get a little bit of everything. You don't like that dessert? Go get another one. Hey, Amen. You don't feel say, well, that's just not my, I, I can't, I'm, I'm not a praising worshiper singer. Well, you, maybe you're a dancer out there. Hey, Amen. You know what I'm saying? There's people that they're criers, and that's okay. Holy Ghost move, and they, they start crying. Holy Ghost move, some people, they just start smiling. They got ADHD in the Holy Ghost. As soon as they walk in the door, they can't sit still. They... You know what I'm talking about? Everybody's unique. And guess what? That's okay. Because it's not for us. We bring a gift unto Him. And as long as He likes it, it may not be somebody else's dish, but it wasn't, oh, you ready? It wasn't prepared for them anyway. You may not care for the, the way I shout or sing, but He does. And it's not for you anyhow. It's for him. And I'm going to keep praising. And I'm going to keep worshiping. Why? Because I want God to make room for me. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise God. Let me, let, me, let me take you to 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 29 real quick. Give. Everybody say give. give. That means it's a gift. Give unto the Lord. If you're going to live for God, you're going to be a giver. And if you're going to be blessed of God, you're going to have to be a giver. Give unto the Lord the glory due His name. Bring an offering. Not always monetary, but you do need to bring one. We do worship Him in our tithe and our offering. Because He is worthy of the glory. It all came from Him in the first place. It's a... Hallelujah. But he said, bring an offering. Oh, man. Comma. And come before him. Did you catch that? He said, if you give, 
If you give an offering of praise or worship or of your abundance or of whatever it is you have to give, when you give it unto the Lord, you get to come before His presence. When you give unto the Lord, there is always room for you in the kingdom. He said, bring an offering. And then, it's, and then come before Him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. So I love one of my favorite verses. I quote it all the time, Romans 12. I alluded to it a minute ago. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies. What? Living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. I present myself. I give of my. He doesn't make me praise. I get to praise because it's a free will love offering. I freely give. Nobody's making this song. I choose to be a Christian. Nobody's putting a gun to my head. Matter of fact, that may happen even in this, in this country at some point. People do that to keep you from praising. But God's not holding a gun to anybody's head making you give Him praise and worship. And if you do that, I'm not sure that it's real praise or worship anyhow. But I choose to give God praise. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I worship you because I love you and I want to. I want to praise. I bring a gift of sacrifice. I bring a gift of worship and magnify. Why? Because I want you to make room for me. What do you bring the King of Kings and Lord of Lords? He doesn't already have. I mean, he owns a cattle on a thousand. Here, he'll, you know, he said, well, I can, what can I, my little offering give? I'm telling you, little is much when God is in it. But it's not that he, doesn't, what, that he doesn't have. He wants you to freely give it. Why? Because he wants to be worshipped. He wants your praise. I won't read the whole thing. Matthew chapter 2, when Jesus was born in... Bethlehem of Judea, Herod was the king, and here come the wise men from the east, and they come, and they're bringing gifts, and they're looking for Jesus. They say, we are bringing gifts so that we might worship him. Herod didn't know where he was. He was trying to kill all the boys. He was afraid for his own kingdom. He didn't have a gift to bring. That's why he couldn't find him. The reason some people can't seem to break through and find and get find their blessing and find the Lord in their problem is because they haven't brought a gift of praise and worship. They said, we've come to worship him. We've seen the star in the east. Verse 9, I will read this part. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them. Till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they brought a gift. And they came into the house. you got to understand. Remember, there was no room for anybody else in the inn. There was no room for, for anybody. But I'm telling you, when you bring a gift of worship, there's always room in the house.
There's always room in the presence of God. When you come giving a gift of love, of praise, of worship, of yourself. God always makes room for a true worshiper. Man, that's good preaching. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. John chapter 4, Jesus said to the woman at the well, (laughs) we talked about earlier, woman, believe me, the hour cometh when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship, you know not what, and we know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is come, and now, right now is, now is the time when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. You ready? For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. God is looking for true worshipers. If if there ever was a time to get in the presence of God, it's now. If there ever was a generation to worship God, it's now. If there ever was a time to bring God a gift of praise and worship and magnification and glorification and exaltation, it is now. And if we will praise and worship in spirit, And in truth, God will make room for us. For a man's gift maketh room for him. God, there's a lot of people pressing you and crowding around you. Jesus, there's all kinds of people pressing you and crowding you, trying to touch you. Yeah, but this one came with a gift. This one, how did, how did that woman with the issue, man, this is going to blow your mind. How this lady with the issue pressed through there, how did she even get through the crowd? Because she had a gift. She wanted to give him her infirmity. You need to understand, if you'll bring God your gift, and it doesn't always have to be a good one. You say, God... I can't handle this on my own. I'm giving it to you. He will make room for you. Maybe it was a good gift. I don't know. The gift of faith. The four, brought, the four friends that brought their, their friend that was in, on the bed that couldn't get through the house for the press, for the crowd. They said, we're going up on the roof. We're going to cut a hole. We're going to let him down. And guess what? There was room all of a sudden. Think about this. They couldn't even get through the doorway. 
And it wasn't like he was coming in a California king-size bed either. I don't even know they had a queen-size mattress. I don't even know at that time they had a full-size mattress. Thank God this six-foot-three, 290-year-old business pounds guy has a California king, praise God. But they, however big that his bed was, whatever they were carrying, maybe it was just a little cot, maybe it was a hammock, I don't know. But they had to cut a hole in the roof. And they brought their gift of faith. And when you bring your gift, he'll always make room for you. Hey, come on down, Bubba. Y'all move aside. Somebody just brought a gift of faith. I wonder how many times we come to a church service and some people come and they're just coming to go through the motions. But there's somebody, some lady, some man coming. I'm bringing the gift of faith tonight. God's going, hey, y'all, angel, step aside. I'm fixing to bless this one. Because a man's gift maketh room for him. Blind Bartimaeus, Jesus, thou son of David. That was the greatest compliment other than maybe hallelujah. You could give, thou son of David. You're the king of kings. You're the king of glory. Jesus stopped and said, you know what? I was passing through, but I'm going to make room in my busy schedule for you. I was passing through the city, really just for the record, to be honest. The only time we find the had record of him going through Jericho. I'm just going through just so y'all have a record of me coming. But there's some, oh, there's a gift of praise. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, stop. Jesus, we got, we got places to go, people to see, things to do. I know. But I see a gift of praise. So I'm going to make room in my busy schedule for you. Bartimaeus, what is it you want? Like he didn't already know. I want to see the gift of faith. (laughs) The gift of praise. Had he not ever shouted, Jesus, thou son of David, Jesus, I don't believe, would have even stopped. He would have passed on by. But it's amazing what God does when we bring a gift. He will always take time and make room. some time I know you're not bound by time but some kind of space of some just God take some time out of your busy schedule and have mercy on me because a man's gift will always make a make room for him I didn't get this off the internet 
You see, I got lots of notes and not enough time. I've preached already about 30 minutes. Praise is like a spiritual bribe. And we use bribe in a negative connotation, but let me read what the definition. A bribe is this, something given in order to persuade to act in one's favor. Or to influence the judgment or conduct of a person in position of trust or power. (laughs) You call it what you want to. I call it a gift of praise. I call it a gift of worship. I call it a gift of exaltation. I call it a gift of faith. Why? Because I want the King of kings and Lord of lords to take some time out of his busy schedule and to make room for me. I'm presenting my body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Why? Because I want heaven to make some room. I want him to prepare a place for me that where he is, I can be also. My, 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 my. That was a lady whose daughter was grievously vexed in Matthew 15. You can read the story. She comes. She's a Canaanite. She, she's not even of the house of Israel. She, she has no part yet. The, the gospel hadn't even, you know, what really was no gospel yet because Calvary hadn't even happened. The Gentiles were, were, were shunned. Jesus ignored this Canaanite woman whose daughter was grievously vexed. But the Bible says in Matthew 15, she comes and she says, Oh Lord, thou son of David. It worked for Bartimaeus. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm, I'm going to bring the gift of praise and worship unto the Lord and see if he'll make room for me. The Bible says he answered her not a word. But this is what she does in verse 25. After Jesus said, I've come for the sheep. This is not your time. You just hold on. You just wait. Your time's coming. He basically ignores her. But then she came and the Bible says she worshipped him. To granting her petition. Why? Because she brought the gift of worship. You you didn't catch that. He said, your time hasn't come. You aren't supposed to reap the benefit yet. But because she worshiped, he said, I'm going to make an allowance. I'm going to make some room. I'm going to look even beyond Calvary. And by the way, your daughter's going to be healed. And the Bible says she was healed from that very hour. Why? Because when you praise and you worship, God will make room for you. Luke 6, give. First word, give. And it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together. Running over, shall man give unto your bosom. For the same measure that you meet with, it shall be measured to you again. Ah, that tells me if you'll bring a gift of everything you got, 
God will make room for you to receive everything he has for you. So guess what? I'm a, tomorrow morning when I go to work, I'm going to be making room for Jesus in my life. I'm going to talk to the Lord. I'm going to give God the gift of praise and worship and love and sincerity and submission and the gift of committedness, if that's a word. I'm going to serve the Lord with gladness as a gift. With all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. Why? Because I want the Lord to make room for me. I'm closing. Baby, you want to come and start playing? I'm going to have Brother Nichols help me. We're going to have, I'm going to have him read chapter, or Mark chapter 14 verses. Let's go ahead and start at verse number 3. It cost her something. It was a precious ointment. An alabaster box. It was worth something. But she brings it to Jesus as a gift of praise and worship unto the Lord. Read. Not everybody is okay with you giving a gift of praise and worship. Not everybody cares about God making room for them. But don't you be deterred by the naysayers. You just keep on praising and worshiping and trusting and serving God. My praise is never wasted. Your worship is never wasted. Your gift of praise and worship and servitude unto the Most High is exactly what makes room for you there. Sister Annette, I just love it when the Holy Ghost moves on you and you praise and worship. And I want you to know it is never wasted. Getting the attention of God Himself in glory. I could go around the room calling all kinds of people when the Holy Ghost is moving. Your praise, your worship, it's never wasted. <laughs> but it's making room. God always makes room. Go ahead. Can I, can I interject? I guess I can. I got the mic. We could have made 300 pence off that, Jesus. God is much less concerned about someone working overtime. Not that overtime's bad. Hear me. But He's more concerned about someone giving and making room to bless the giver. Jesus, we could have made 300. Hey, your praise and worship is more valuable than money. 
If God needs more money, He'll make it. <laughs> he loveth. The Lord loveth a cheerful giver. Because a man's gift will always make room for him in the presence of the Most High. Read. And Jesus said, let her alone. Leave her alone. She's worshiping right now. She, she's bringing me the only gift that she can bring right now. Just leave her alone. Let her worship me. You don't understand the eternal consequences. She has done what she she has brought the gift that she could bring. She has brought, she's done what she could do. Leave her alone. You don't understand. Go ahead. She has done what she could. She has come beforehand to anoint my body to the burial. Verily I say unto you. Hear, hear this, hear this. Wherever the gospel is preached for the rest of eternity, throughout the, whole world, throughout the entire world, this also that she has done shall be spoken uh, for What she has done through the gift of worship yes. has made room for her wherever the gospel is preached. Don't underestimate your gift of worship. Because it will be a testament as a memorial for all time. For all the world. And it just dawned on me how this has come full circle. Which is exactly tied into your word shot. Because that's why our light is supposed to shine. gift of praise and worship makes room for you will be a memorial for all time let's stand together I've I've preached a message titled, Make Room for Jesus. And we need to do that, but if if you want God to make room for you, you have to first give. You have to first give. You give of yourself, and God will make room in His presence. God inhabits, He abides, He dwells in the praises. Of his people. Jesus.
I love you and I worship you and I'll serve you. If nobody else serves you, I'm going to serve you. And God, I'm just so humbled that you would make room in your kingdom for me. I know I'm not the perfect sacrifice. There was only one, and that was you at Calvary. Oh God, I give you all my praise and honor and worship and glory. and Whatever I have to give, I give it all to you. I present my body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Why? Because I need you to make room. God, I want you to make room for me in your kingdom. When you enter thy kingdom, remember me. That's what the men on the cross prayed to you, Jesus. Remember me when thou enterest into the kingdom. Your praise, your worship, your gift of worship and love and servitude will always make room for you in the presence of God. As she begins to sing right now, I wonder if you'd just lift up your hands. If anybody wants God to make room for you in His kingdom, if, he wants to, if you need God to take some time for you right now, I want you to give Him the gift of praise and gift of worship. Begin to lift Him up however you want to do it. I bring an offering of worship to my King. This is just between you and Him right now.
is it so important to give the gift of praise and worship we're trying to give God some room to work for a man's gift worketh maketh room for him you ready your praise and worship maketh room for him capital H I M to do the work Let's keep praising and worshiping God and giving Him the gift of praise and worship so that we can give God some room to do great miracles and signs and wonders and revival and baptism in Jesus' name, people receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Let's give God some room to work. Praise God. Praise God. One more time, would you just lift up your hands and worship the Lord one more time. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this awesome awesome move of your spirit in this place tonight God I give you glory and praise and I bring an offering of thanksgiving into your house and I give you praise and worship and I lift my voice my hands, my heart, my mind, my soul everything unto you I give you the gift of myself I know I'm not perfect but I'm thankful I can bring a free will love offering unto you And I know that it's accepted because I'm giving all of myself unto you. I bring myself unto you, Lord, tonight. And God, I'm thankful that you will make room for us. We give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God bless you in the name of the Lord.